Conscious Seeker, if you watch it, he talks about how our subconscious mind is like a garden and we're planting these seeds. And it's like, it doesn't matter what seeds you plant. You can plant seeds uh, like nightshade. You can plant nightshade, which is a deadly plant. It'll grow, it'll grow well, right? Because it doesn't care what you plant, it just grows, like it, it amplifies and grows the thing you plant. So if you plant deadly, th- deadly seeds, it'll grow deadly things. But if you plant positive things, it'll, it'll grow positive things. It doesn't matter what, you, like it doesn't care what you plant, it's just gonna, it's gonna grow whatever you plant. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, guess what? It's all about mindset, the pillar, the five pillars of health that we talk about here, taking control of your mindset, and it is secrets of success. Here we go. We have launched. We're about three weeks in. The members are pouring in. Uh, We've got some incredible insights. I was out in Boise, Russell Brunson, my partner on Secrets of Success, helping unleash these $15 million worth of 15,000 books that we've been combing through and breaking down the golden nuggets to help people take control of their mindset. The first person, the first author is Elsie Lincoln Benedict. You probably haven't heard of her, but you know what? She actually traveled around the country in the early 1900s and debated against people on stage as to why women should have the right to vote. And she did it in over 30 states and she was so good at it that they federally uh, had the 19th Amendment so women could vote. So she's our first author and that's the first book called How to Get Anything You Want. And so I wanna play the podcast that Russell Brunson just released. He's gonna talk about some of these insights, he's gonna talk about Elsie, he's gonna talk about planting seeds to overcome your mood. The number one thing that we all have to have in order to be happy is to have control of our mindset, have control of what we focus on, be able to switch our mind from going looking at fear and looking at scarcity to looking into faith and looking into abundance. And those are just words. We're going to actually give you and talk about frameworks that you can apply immediately so you can actually take control of your mindset. So you can take control and rewire your subconscious mind, which has over 90% of the uh, direction of your life. We can actually reprogram our brains. We have that ability as humans to reprogram our subconscious mind. So, so exciting. Like I said, Russell spent over $15 million. I've seen the checks, I've seen the wires. Over 15,000 books starting in the 1850s with the golden new thought era. Really, it's in the early 1900s and we are bringing you the best of the best of 15,000 books combed through that it's gonna allow you to take control of your mindset to live a happy, full life of the abundance that you feel good, that your energy's good, your mood is good. And all of these secrets have now been released (laughs) and it's called Secrets of Success. So sit back, relax, enjoy. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am. If you have any questions, you can hit me up at justin at secretsofsuccess.com. And as always here at the Miracle Plant Podcast, it's all about healing, whether it's your mind, your body, your spirit, however we can help it heal. We want to help you take control of that first pillar of health, that mindset. So here we go. Happy healing, everybody, and be a blessing.
Welcome to the Marketing Secrets Podcast. My name is Russell Brunson, and I'm what you call a serial entrepreneur, but with a twist. You see, 50% of my time, I'm the CEO of ClickFunnels, helping over 100,000 brands to grow their companies with funnels. And the other 50% of my time, I'm actually in the trenches using ClickFunnels to grow the startups I believe in. During this podcast, I'll take you behind the scenes and show you how we are bootstrapping ClickFunnels and my other businesses from startup to nine figures and beyond. Welcome to the show. Good morning, everybody. This is Russell Brunson. Welcome back to the Marketing Seekers Podcast. You guys are in for a treat. This is one of those lucky rare moments where I am driving down to the Inner Circle meeting, and so we got some time to hang out and go deep on some things I'm thinking about and hopefully have some fun. So if you guys are up for that, let me know. Um, I wish there was a way to get feedback in real time on podcasts. Um, that's one of my favorite things about you know Facebook Lives or Instagram Lives is like you're getting feedback in real time from everybody. Where it's a little bit harder through podcasts, but I'm just imagining you guys are pumped and you're fired up and you're going crazy and you're so excited like I am. So uh, hopefully you are. If not, it's time to get in that state, time to get in that mode, time to get in that mood. Um, in fact, today we are going to be talking about moods, which um, you know who knows, maybe hopefully with the with this. So those who've been following along, we just uh, recently finished the Secrets of Success launch, man, which was so fun. Um, something I've been dreaming about for almost three years now and talking about and sharing and you know, all the ideas and everything. And, and now three years later, it's come to fruition and it's been launched and we've got a lot of new members. <laughs> um, you know, it's whenever you launch something, people are like, what's your goal? What's your number? I'm like, I don't even know if I got a 10,000 members, that'd be insane. That'd be, you know, a hundred bucks a month. That's, that's a million dollars a month. Um, we did not hit that goal, but we got close to half that goal, which is awesome. Um, especially for the first two week launch. And then we're going to you know, start buying ads and growing and scaling and all the other things. But, um, as of right now, just, uh, really, really excited. So anyway, but a part, part of the launch is, um, inside of the members area, we're doing a book club. In fact, anyway, God, I wish I could just spend like two hours with you guys. So inner circle this morning, um, we're heading down, I'm heading down right now and, um, I'm doing like a two hour session this morning, going through everything involved in the secrets of success, success launch, what we did, why we did it, all kind of stuff. So we have some really cool things that, Again, I would need two hours to go into it. So I'm not going to be able to share all those, all those things. Um, but one of the big pieces of the launch was, um, I'm trying to get people, like there's this, this concept called consumption theory. How do you get your people to learn how to consume something? Right. And, uh, I remember back, man, this is back almost 20 years ago. I was in a, I was flying an airplane and Alex Mendojan had, had re, had made a teleseminar or something teaching this concept he called consumption theory. I remember I had transcribed it, I printed it out, I had it on the plane with me and I was reading it flying somewhere. I don't even know, but I do remember reading it. He talked about how like the goal is like, how do you get people to actually consume what it is you're selling, right? And it was interesting because he talked about, I think it was Pert Plus or what way, some shampoo company, right? The shampoo company people were using it and they were washing their hair once a week and they're like, oh, this is good, but how do we get them cons- to consume more? And so they add on the bottle, like, um, you know, use daily. And then all of a sudden it went, consumption went from once a week to once a day. And then they're like, how do we increase consumption again? So they added, uh, rinse, repeat or, uh, rinse, repeat or something like that. So then people start using it three or four times while they're in the shower and increased consumption and grew their company. Right. And so it was interesting though, but it's like, how do you get people to consume? And one of the biggest things you do to get people to consume is to actually use the product. Right. And so the same thing that we do inside click funnels, right? Someone comes in, we have. Uh, different challenges and things to get people to actually consume the product to start using it. If they start using it, then they're going to stick with it, right? And uh, it's in- interesting because, uh, in fact, you'll see, uh, we're about three weeks away from launching the brand new One Funnel Way Challenge. And the entire goal of that um, challenge is what I call Operation Consumption. How do we get people to consume the product? Because they consume, they never leave. And so that's the 
that's the goal. But anyway, I digress. So in the middle of the launch, I wanted to get people to actually consume the product. If they're not consuming the product, they're not likely to use the product. And so we did a little mini um, challenge in the middle of the launch, which was all about the book club. So each month we're picking a new book. And so of all the books that I was most excited about reading, uh, of the 15,000 books I bought in the last two years, the one I was most excited to read personally and to go deep in was a book called uh, How to Get Anything How to Get Anything by Elsie Lincoln Benedict, who is my favorite author. She's amazing. Anyway, and this is book set and there's a whole story behind it. We found it and like there were missing booklets and anyway, this whole thing. So there's a whole story behind it. So we launched the story. Um, and then from there, we launched a challenge and it was just a three day challenge where someone can register and, and come in and do, you know, to, to go deep on the book with me. And so we promoted that to, uh, to everybody. We ended up getting, man, almost 35, 4,000 people somewhere in there to register for this little mini challenge. And, um, you know, they registered for the challenge, the thank you page. We had a Mifki offer. So linchpin 101 that worked. I've got a lot more people to join through that. So that was a, uh, a useful exercise as well. But then number two is, um, is, uh, it gave me the ability to help them to consume, to see the value of what we were actually selling. And so, um, what we did is day number one, I had Joe Vitale. He's a huge Elsie Lincoln Benedict fan, huge book fan who, you know, love this book. And so me and him got on and we talked about the book and why it's so cool and Elsie and like, and so we geeked out on two of the books from the book set, which is, you know, two books with basically two chapters. And then, um, the next day Eileen Wilder got on with me and we also had, uh, Heather Benedict, who's Elsie Lincoln Benedict's great granddaughter. They jumped on and we talked about more stuff to cover book, uh, three and four, which is exciting. And the next day, Annie Grace come on. We talked about book number one and two. And each day was just basically, it wasn't never a hard push. It was just like, like, here's this, you know, here's what the book's about and why it's cool. And like getting people excited, and like we're doing this book club, like go sign up and pushing back the members area, pushing back the members area, just keep pushing people in. And so what happened from that is people who are in the members area who are already members, like, oh, this is what we do inside of, inside of Secrets of Success is the book club. And we get to hang out, we get to talk about books. We get to like, like, oh, this is actually really, really cool. Right. So they, they consumed it, enjoyed the, hopefully enjoyed the process and got them into the book club, which actually starts today as of the time that I'm recording this. Um, and it's, this, it's a seven week book club. We're going to be going through the 14 books inside this book set, um, two books each week. And it's going to be awesome. And so that's kind of what's happening right now. Um, is today they're all starting, uh, chapter one and chapter two. So, um, anyway, that's exciting, but they got people to actually consume the product. Right. Um, and then at the end, obviously we did a push to get people into the, the book club and we sold some more memberships. Um, but mostly it was to help them to, to, to experience the consumption of like, how cool can this be as a group of us talk about a book? And one of the things we're going to be doing is doing something like this once a month to, to continue to train consumption. Um, so it won't be just a one-time thing, but a continual cons- consumption training mechanism. <laughs> so that's kind of how we're, we're going to be structuring that. It's going to be really fun. Um, yeah, for me and for everybody. And so, um, but anyway, I digress. The thing I wanted to actually talk about on this call is none of this. <laughs> so hopefully you're on this podcast, but hopefully you got some value from that, uh, for yourselves. What I wanted to actually talk about was more specifically, um, the first book in Elsie's book series. So, um, and maybe this is me secret ninjaing to push you guys to go, to go join the book club at secretsofsuccess.com slash round pegs. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe not, but. Um, if you're not part of it, you should be like, what, what are you thinking? It's insane. It's so cool over there. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of what we're doing over there, but I want to talk about book number one, cause it's had like a profound impact on me. I've been thinking about it so much over the last couple of days and yeah. And so I just, I want to talk to you about it cause I keep thinking about it. And I want to talk to somebody about it. So it's interesting cause most of the books that I'm buying and studying, right? They, the time periods like from 1850s, 1950s, kind of in that window. And you could even shrink it's closer to, you know, 19, 
hundreds to 1930s. Like that's kind of more so the window. But that, this was a, a moment in time that was known as the new thought movement. And I was talking about how like, you know, there's different, there's different movements that we hear about, um, especially from success and philosophy and things like that, right? There's like the Stoic era, Stoic movement. There's the, there's the Enlightenment. There's the Renaissance. There's different things, right? Um, and it's fun because Ryan Holiday has been obsessed with the Stoic movement. He talks about that all the time. He talks about, you know, Marcus Aurelius and Seneca and all these, all these amazing writers and emperors and people during that mo, that, that time who were the philosophers who, who left some amazing principles behind for all of us. And so, um, I've been watching what Ryan's doing. It's so cool. And like what he's been doing is what I want to do from this time period of like the 1900s, 1930s, like the new thought movement. Um, it's interesting because most of the writers in the new thought movement are all talking about thinking and changing life, you know, think and grow rich, think and, you know, it's all thought things. And, um, which is cool. And I love that. Like, I love thought. I love subconscious mind. I love like all that stuff. Like I could geek out on that for years. Like it's my favorite stuff to talk about. Right. Um, but what Elsie leads the book in, I remember like actually when I first read it, I was like, ah, she's off. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's crazy. (laughs) But she said, um, in chapter number one of how to get anything you want. So this whole book about how to get anything you want. Right. Which again, is one of my favorite books in the history of all time. But, um, anyway, in, in chapter number one, she talks about how like, it's not your thoughts that, that affect everything. She's like, it's your mood. It's your mood about something, your feelings about something. Um, and it's your feelings, not your thoughts that affect what you do and what you don't do. And again, at first I kind of fought that, but then as I've been talking more and more about that for the last couple months since I read that, and then the book club this week is fun. Actually with um, day number three with Annie Grace, we talked about this a lot and it was interesting because we talked about how like, if you think about anything in your life, you already have a mood associated with it. A mood or a feeling, let's say. A mood may not connect with you. Um, I know that was a harder word for me to connect with. Feelings was easier to connect with, but mood's the same thing, right? Your mood or your feelings. And so when you hear something, like you hear, uh, I want to make a million dollars, there's instantly like, a mood or a feeling associated with that inside of your subconscious mind, inside your body that you can feel, right? And it's based on the thought seeds that have been planted throughout your life. And so you see this a lot of times where someone who grew up in a successful home uh, where their parents are successful, their family, everyone's successful. Like for them, like making money is easy. When they hear something like, I want to make a million dollars, they're like, cool, I can go do that. Like it's just because, you know, decades of these thought seeds of money's easy, you know, making money's good. Like it's good to have money. Like those things have been planted for so long. That's just like the mood or the feeling about money is like, oh, cool. And it's easier for them to do it. Whereas other people who their whole life, you know, maybe they grew up in poverty or they had parents who struggled or whatever. And they've heard that like, it's hard to live paycheck by paycheck. Like they're, you know, only people who have money are, or people who are cheating and stealing or like whatever they hear, they hear these things, right? And they hear these, these thoughts that are planted. They call them, uh, Elsie calls them thought seeds. And these thought seeds are planted in your subconscious mind over time. So now 20 years later, you come to Funnel Hacking Live, you see all these people winning two comic club awards and consciously you're like, I want to win a two comic club award. But then subconsciously, the mood that you have attached to making a million dollars has been, has been planted over and over and over again. It's just like, oh, like you are not going to be someone who can make a million dollars, you know, like, like it's going to be hard. It's going to be painful. It's not going to be good. You're going to have to cheat people. You're going to have to steal. You're going to like whatever, all the things that, that your, that your, your subconscious mind or your body has now believed because of years of, of suggestion and conditioning. Um, and so that's the interesting thing. And so, and this is true in any area of life. So I started thinking about with, with everything in my life. I started thinking about like with, um, each of my kids, what is, what is the thought feelings? Like, what is the feelings, the mood to come up when I think about each of these kids? 
which is really fascinating thing to do. And I thought about my wife. I thought about my friends. I thought about situations like going to the office or going to my library or going home after work or going to the wrestling room and going to the gym. Like what are the, what are the moods associated with me going to the gym right now? And these things can change throughout life, right? But it's like, what's the mood you instantly have? So I've been actually sitting down writing these things out. It's fascinating when I, when I become conscious and aware of them, like, oh my gosh, every time I think about this person or this situation, like I feel this way, I feel sick to my stomach. I feel anxious. I feel, you know, I feel excited. I feel like enthusiastic. I feel like there, there's a feeling associated, right? And the feeling is, is going to determine what you do or you don't do more so than your thoughts. Your thoughts like, I want to make a million dollars. Like consciously, I'm going to make a million dollars. You're consciously going to do this thing. But subconsciously, you've got 20 years of suggestion and conditioning telling you that making a million dollars will make you a bad person, right? Like, how do you overcome that? And anyway, so that was like the fascinating thing. And so then my question has been that. It's like, well, how do you overcome that? How do you, if I've got all these, this mood or this thing, how do I change that? And there's a couple really, I mean, there's so many things. We could go talk about this for days. But there, was, there were a couple really cool things that were interesting to me. Number one was, talked about how these thought seeds, these are seeds that are placed in the garden of your mind, right? Your subconscious is like a garden and it doesn't, doesn't grow by itself. Like you place these thought seeds and these thought seeds develop the moods and develop the feelings associated with something, right? And so, um, and it was interesting because, um, this goes back now to Earl Nightingale, who was, you know, 1950s. It's a little, a little later, but, uh, still one of my favorites. So he, he had, um, in fact, last year circle me, I was like on the same drive. I was telling you guys the story about, uh, the strangest secret and Earl Nightingale and how that whole recording and thing became, anyway, it was, so go back and listen to that episode. It was really cool. Strangest secret by Earl Nightingale. Um, that's the name of the, of the record he recorded. I did a whole podcast episode last time I was driving talking about the story behind that. But anyway, in the, in the audio, the strangest secret, if you watch it, he talks about how our subconscious mind's like a garden and we're planting these seeds. And it's like, it doesn't matter what seeds you plant. You could plant, seeds uh like nightshade you can plant nightshade which is the deadly plant it'll grow it'll grow well right because it doesn't care what you plant it just grows like it it amplifies and grows the thing you plant so if you plant deadly th- deadly seeds it'll grow deadly things but if you plant positive things it'll it'll grow positive things it doesn't matter what you, like it doesn't care what you plant it's just gonna it's gonna grow whatever you plant and so as i was thinking about this with um with elsie and our moods and like you know right now we're thinking about um or we're uh you know, we're, we're, we're planting these, like throughout time, all these like thought seeds have been planted, right? Which is what is cultivated the feelings and moods we already have. So the first thing is understand, like we are the gardener, like we are able to cultivate and to prune our gardens and to dig out the weeds, all that kind of stuff. So the first thing is after you become aware of it, you're like, okay, I have this garden. How do I, how do I, um, how do I change this? And part of it was just like, um, you know, like, let's say she talks about how like, our patterns like these subconscious ruts, right? Where you're like you're going through the garden over and over and over again with the same, with the same tractor, it builds these deep ruts, right? If you keep going over those same things, then it's gonna keep the ruts keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper. So like the way for you to stop going over that is to just stop cultivating it. So stop planting those seeds. And if you stop planting the, you know, stop planting the seeds that are that are causing or not planting seeds, but maybe the analogy breaks down a little bit. But basically, it's like if you wanna if you wanna change the the feelings that are being that are turning into these patterns, these, these ruts in your subconscious mind, you got to stop putting things into it, right? You got to stop fueling it. You got to stop planting the seed or whatever it is. Right. And if you stop it, it'll grow over. And that was like one thing is just stopping. So it's like being aware of like, and I was thinking about this with, um, one of my kids, by the way, who I love immensely, but it's been causing a lot of stress and anxiety in my life for the last, well, a few years, <laughs> but like, I was thinking about the mood that I feel. And I was like, Oh my gosh, when I think about that, this amazing child of mine, my mood is like 
stress and anxiety and worry and all these kind of things. And so every time I think the name, boom, it comes up again. And it's like me going back over the ruts to dig this pattern deeper and deeper and deeper. So number one thing I have to do if I want to stop this and actually be able to serve him in a way that I can, because I can't serve him from this, from the incorrect moods, I have to become aware of it and then stop doing what I'm doing. So when I think about them, I have to stop going into this pattern. And if I stopped going into this pattern of stress, worry, anxiety, all kind of stuff, then the, then like it'll grow over like, like, I don't know how she said it. She said it really cool, but basically my mind, like the visual I have is like, it'll grow back over and these ruts will disappear. So that's the first thing. Stop, stop fueling it, right? Stop giving it time, energy, attention, energy, stuff like that. I can stop doing that. So that's number one. So every time I think about this person now, I've been conscious of thinking, I got to think about him. I got to stop thinking about like, oh, and instead now here's where thought comes in. Thought, she kept calling them thought seeds. You start planting these thought seeds into your mind. So you plant these thought seeds into your mind of like, oh my gosh, I love this person. I'm so grateful. I like thinking about all the cool things and the best things and start planting these thought seeds. And by planting the thought seeds, it starts growing a different mood, right? Because if I think about, Anyway, a kid or a situation or whatever, and you know, money, relationships, whatever your your thing is that you're trying to pursue, and the the thoughts are wrong, it gets really hard to pursue it. So it's like to to pursue money in a state where you're scared of money because your phrase can destroy you. You cannot pursue that successfully. It's impossible, right? So first thing you have to stop giving it energy. Um, like you have to, you have to catch yourself in the pattern, stop giving it energy. And then in that time, that's when you plant the thought seeds of the positive energy. Cause now you come in and you have the positive thing. Like if you can change it to like, Oh, money actually is really cool. This is the tool I do deserve. It. I am worthy of it. Like this isn't something for people who are evil. This is for people who are good. This is like, you know, and you start planting those thought seeds over time. That's the plant that will start growing. Now as you're pursuing making money, your subconscious mind is not going to be deteriorate. Like, like, um, you know, self imploding you and keeping you from being successful and all the things that happen traditionally because, because you've, you've cultivated the garden correctly. Does that make sense? And so like, again, when I read that from her, I was just like, it was so new. And initially I was like, no, like my thoughts are all that matters, but it's, it's not. It's like, it's the, the, the seeds have been planted for so long. It's like they create the moods and the moods are actually what dictates, dictates where you're doing and where you're going. So it's learning how to stop the mood, plant new thought seeds, let the, let the old stuff grow back over. And, uh, and consciously choose those things. Um, anyway, so I don't know about you, but for me, it gave me so much power, like understanding that. And so for me, I'm like sitting down, like writing out, like, these are the things, <laughs> these are all the situations. These are the moods and feelings I have associated with them. Um, and I got to figure out how to stop those things and plant the actual thought seeds that I want. And over time, cultivate that. And it'll change the mood that I have, the predominant mood or feeling I have about a topic or a person or a thing or a situation. And then when I enter that situation through that lens, through that feeling, now I can actually be successful. Um, cause your subconscious mind will find ways to self-sabotage for you if, if it believes that you are going into danger. Um, and I see this all the time. People who are like, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to become a cup winner. And their subconscious mind is looking for every way possible to destroy them, to pull them down, to like make sure that they don't pursue this thing. You know, like they, they go to Funnel Hacking Live and they consciously decide, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to move forward in the coaching program. And then within days, or sometimes weeks of joining, their sub is, is that like, has convinced, has helped them understand, like, you are not going to be successful. This is not going to be good for you. And it's helping them to figure out how to fail and back out. And like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have this. And they're like, all these excuses come up because your subconscious mind has been told for 20 years through suggestion and through all these things that, um, you're not capable of doing this or that if you do this, it's going to be bad or, you know, there's fear, there's pain associated and it's going to try to get you to not do it. Um, and those are the people who don't have success. The people who do have success are those who are able to 
rewrite and change the moods and the feelings. So how do you rewrite them? So number one is like, it's like in that window between when the, when the thought comes and the reaction comes, it's like you got to plant the thought seeds. And there's a phrase that was used a lot in the early 1900s that people don't use nowadays, but they call it auto suggestion. And so suggestion is like, again, you get suggested stuff all the time. People around you from music, from movies, like they're all like media, they're all suggesting things, social media, suggesting things to your mind, right? And your subconscious mind is taking these suggestions and planting these little thought seeds. And that's what's interesting. So that's number one. Then you step back from that. What auto suggestion is, is you consciously saying, I'm going to plant these thought seeds. I'm going to plant these things, right? And so now it's like, we're coming back saying, okay, what are the, what are the thought seeds I need to plant here to cultivate what I actually want? Um, and that is where the power is auto suggestion, right? And so, um, what else talks about in book number three, I believe four, maybe it's four was she was deep into auto suggestion, which is interesting because Napoleon Hill talks a lot about auto suggestion. I think at the time that was like the thing that people talked about and today. Again, you don't hear people talk about that, but auto suggestion is this, is this idea or this concept of, um, of figuring out the things that, that you want to be thinking and saying and like, and planting those things in. Tony Robbins calls these, uh, incantations. Uh, other people call them affirmations, positive affirmations, whatever you want to do. But it's, it's, you know, and some of those things are cheesy. They come off as like motivational, like you can do it, but it's not that it's, it's, Auto suggestions, like what are the things, like the thought seeds I need to plant in my mind to, to cultivate the moods and the feelings I need. So when I go in the situations, I'm able to, to, to perform. So anyway, oh, stuff's so much fun, you guys. I'm loving it. It's interesting. It's like, I've been doing this now. I've been 20 years now teaching business entrepreneurship and I love it. But I'm also the point where like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I feel like even the linchpin is like, this is kind of like the last, like, like my last big, like, new framework innovation. And now it's like, I feel like the way I serve, I'm going to be able to serve entrepreneurs more so is less of like more frameworks, more ideas, more concepts. You know, I've get, I've given you guys dot-com secrets and expert secrets and traffic secrets. I've given you FHL. I've given you every course. I've given you the perfect webinar. I've given you, you know, uh, yeah, all, all the things I got, the linchpin now, like all the stuff I got. And it's like, I don't feel like I'm going to develop more frameworks inside of market. I feel like like what you guys have, what we have. I mean, we can all change the world in those things. I think the way I'm going to serve entrepreneurs in the next level is really helping more so with this stuff. And so that's what I'm excited for. So anyway, I'm thinking about starting a new podcast. I'm going to continue to do marketing secrets because it's fun, but I'm having this weird crossover where I, today, for example, I did talk about marketing for the first 10 minutes or, you know, five or six minutes, but I went more into success and personal development and stuff like that. And, and I kind of want to, I don't know. I kind of want to separate these two different places. So if you are like hardcore, like just want the marketing stuff, you can get it here. But if you do want more of the success stuff, you could get it something more separate. So I'm contemplating launching a Secrets of Success podcast where I just go deep in these kind of things. So I'm curious, how many of you guys would be interested in that? If you would be, let me know. Take a screenshot of this and tag me and, and social, whatever. Say, Russell, yes, please. Please do the Secrets of Success podcast. We want some more of this. Or if you're like, no, this is boring. I just want marketing stuff. Tell me how to sell more crap. Then I get that too. Let me know. But uh, these are things I'm most passionate about, most excited for right now and excited to share. So think about launching another podcast and I would do basically one a week of marketing stuff, one a week of Secrets of Success. And then that way you can pick one or both. Um, and honestly, I think, you know, the goal of Secrets of Success is to, is to deal with the psychological battle inside of our minds. Tony Robbins says that, you know, everything is, um, 80% psychology, 20% like the tactics. And I feel like marketing secrets is the 20% of the tactics of how to do the thing. Whereas secrets of success is the psychology, the 20% inside your brain to help unlock what you need to do so you can be successful. So anyway, that's my thoughts. I'm not committed to it yet, but I'm thinking about it. So <laughs> it'd be a lot of fun. So 
All right, with that said, I am almost to Inner Circle. I'm going to go uh, end this podcast right now. I'm going to go hang out with those guys for the next uh, two days of Inner Circle, and then I got three days with the Atlas Category Team Group. Um, so I'm going to go do that, and um, hope you guys are enjoying life and enjoying business and personal development, all the things. I know we're in a crazy, sad time, and I feel like there's a lot of stress and anxiety and um, a lot of, I don't know, it, it's definitely a hard season right now, I think, for for most of us. Um, and I think that the best thing we can be doing is creating and growing and changing people's lives and trying to bring positivity and hope in a world that, um, that has little right now. So, um, I'm going to try to do that. I, I encourage you to do as well. With that said, I appreciate you all. Thanks for being part of this movement, part of what we do. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye everybody. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.